We gotta do a pretty loud clap. Uh, do you wake it up? Yep, it's good. Now you can hit the record. Yeah, record. Yep. Oh shoot, dude. Sick. I'm gonna hit a timer actually, so we can know. Yeah, climb into my seat, bro. Who's got the clap? <laughs> None of us have the clap, Todd. No, I got it, dude. You sure? Well, self-abuse, yes. What? What? Self-inflicted clap. Check, yeah. yep. Check. Oh, Gabe. Oh, Gabe. You sound like a freaking... What? Yeah, you, you sound, sound like good, dude. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you, good. you, you uh, got in the wrong industry. You should yeah. have done the radio. Huh. It's pretty sick. No one listens to the radio. So or an announcer at a strip club. <laughs> you could do like... Uh, <laughs> does anybody listen to like the satellite radio anymore? No. No. What do you mean? Like, unless I'm listening to like XM radio, like BPM. Yes. Do you have XM radio still? I absolutely not. Oh, who has XM radio? Uh, I don't know. I mean, they still send it? me letters. Clap. Damn it. One clap. Go for it, Jeeves. One, two, three. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode two of Piped Up. We are the Dirty Pipes. We have Todd Jeeves. Braden and Gabe. our special guest Gabe. Yes, <laughs> Gabriel Jones. Gabe, <laughs> the one, the only, the live it, the dream it. Yeah, right. He's living it and dreaming it. He's so sick. Sometimes he dreams it more than he lives it. Sometimes he lives it more than he dreams it. Whatever you guys say. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and it just so happens he's also a audio wizard. It's true. <laughs> we didn't know the secret talent of Gabe's. Uh, I actually brought it up last night when it's uh, just my job. That's all. But, yeah, but you went to was school that, for it. I did. Yeah. Was yeah. that before or after Fazoli's? It was after Fazoli's. <laughs> <laughs> Fazoli's was the uh, first job. So, <laughs> bro, yeah. official bread boy over here. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's that's owner owner slash bread boy. Oh, owner yeah. slash bread boy. <laughs> I imagine in the operating agreement, that's how they listed it. They're like Gabe Jones, owner slash bread boy. Bread boy. Yeah. That's Cook, it. to go, chef. Dude, you have to do all of it. Hostess. You work at Fazoli, so don't <laughs> work there. <laughs> so. Kyle called me last night at 1.45 in the morning. and uh, Nielsen? Yeah. Okay. And we, uh, I was playing, uh, I was thinking it was playing Age of Empires, and uh, we were talking about you, and I was like, dude, did you know that like Gabe is like into audio? He was like, yeah, I've known that for a while. I was like, what? So how long have you known that? He's like, oh, I've known that for a while about Gabe. I'm like, I wonder Bro. how he found out. Maybe on like a long drive or something. Hundred percent. Had I mean, to have been a long Monterey. drive. Monterey. Monterey. That was yeah. like seven months ago, though. Still bad. But still, yeah, it could have been. I didn't know about it until we flipped that laptop open the first, the, like when we're getting ready. Mm. I'm just like, what the heck? Well, I remember you mentioned that you would work like concerts and like different mm-hmm. events, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah. So I used to do like music festivals and uh, live audio lighting and audio, pretty much. Traveling for like nine years. So Sheesh. Fun. Good. So what got you into that? Like, <clears throat> uh, I hated school. So like <laughs> going to college was not my thing. Like I sat down and uh, I think my first class to get my like AA and I was like, I can't do this. I just left. So I literally like I didn't even get through my first class the first day of college. So uh, I was like, I got to do something, you know. So like I ended up I loved music. Like I've always loved music. And then I found this school in Florida that I was able to go to. And yeah, it was perfect. It was like a perfect fit. It didn't take four years to get it. So 
That's kind of why. You know? Jeez. Yeah. That's sick. Now, before we jump into anything, <clears throat> give us a breakdown. Who are you? Who are you? What do you what do? Yeah, mean? who are you? What do you do? Like, actively right now. And what cartel do you lead? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, yeah, so I moved from Florida. I lived in Orlando for like 30 pretty much 32 years of my life so i'm 36 now i've been here four years and uh back in florida i just bounced around doing jobs doing the audio engineering stuff for a while mm. and then like when i moved here i got into sales because our good friend matt like mm -hmm. brought me out and said like hey you know you would kill it out here in like these the tech companies and all the upcoming stuff so i worked over at vivant doing like security sales and bounced around doing like um doing insurance and all sorts of stuff. So like, yeah, that's what I did when I moved here four years ago. And then I slowly met you guys in the car community because obviously cars are a big root of what we all do. But uh, yeah, now actively we own Captivate Utah. This is like our new consignment warehouse dealership, like play space pretty mm -hmm. much, which has like been a dream, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. It's legit. Yeah. But before Captivate, you were... Yeah, before Captivate, so the last two years, I got into just brokering cars. So, I would like, when I met you, geez, I had bought an Audi R8. That was yep. my first car, like first big purchase. And then you had a GTR. And, like, from that point, I, I knew that if I bought that car, it would help me network and, like, meet people in Utah because I didn't know a lot of people at that time because I had just moved here. But <clears throat> it slowly transitioned into like meeting a lot of the Utah's not a big place it's a, it's, a, it's a very small group so um yeah it allowed me to just network and meet people and then be able to like build that friend those friendships relationships and then it's just continued on through many cars and it's kind of why we have this now it's like all these cars here are because of people we know you know 100%. pretty much so uh, two years, last two years, I just brokered cars on my own. So like I would help people buy or sell cars and then it was either hop into real estate. Cause I did do real estate for a short time in Florida and just get into it here or do something with cars. And that's kind of like how we landed this. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now what do we got back here? What's behind us right now? 2016 GT3 RS.1. Yeah. Gosh, he was so pumped sick. to say that. He was so pumped to say <laughs> that. How long have you owned it? Two days. <laughs> <laughs> Two days, yeah. But this is not your first GT3 no, RS. No. This is like your second? Second one, yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. And third GT car, because you third did Third GT car, yeah. I GT3 had a GT3 before. first, and then GT3 RS, and then now this one. So. Yeah. Yeah. Fun fact it is Gabe's um, GT3 RS is the reason why I even got mine. Uh, when when did we trade? It was like last year. Give or take, I knew right? what I was doing too. Did you? Oh yeah. No, no I no, knew no. if I traded you and gave you the keys, it was going to ruin you. Well, fun, well, no, that was I see <laughs> in I, the best way. Possible. I actually thought that you were genuinely curious about the R8, no, and no. then you drove the R8 and you came back. It's like, yeah, it wasn't even that great, and I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted you to think that. Yeah, <laughs> so, I was like, well, this is cool. Yeah, and then I remember. Because we went all went to Apollo Burger, and then That's right. um, you had came back, and you're like, hey, let's go for a drive. And I was like, yeah, whatever. And I kind of gave, gave it some gas, and I was like shifting when I normally would shift. You shifted into like 4,000. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And like, oh, I was nervous. <laughs> and, I know. I and get it. Gabe reaches over and grabs the stick. Uh, actually, 
you shifted the car for me. That, that sounds really, weird. really bad. I'm sorry. That, that sounds sounded really weird. What's yeah, <laughs> talking about? <laughs> and he was like, he's like, I'm gonna shift for you. And I, I remember hammering it. And then you were shifting for me at nine thousand. I was like, "What in tarnation is yep, this?" Yep. Yeah. And then from that point on, I texted Miranda. I was like, "We got to sell the R8." I'm surprised you did it. I knew that you would like the car, but mm-hmm. I didn't know you would like it enough to do that to actually buy one oh, and do ruined done, and do what you've done with it. Yeah, it ruined. I didn't me. think you were going to do that. <laughs> I'll be honest. I didn't believe it either, <laughs> like yeah, at all. Because so. like when I you, like when you see somebody and you see someone buy a car, most of the time you're like, okay, that person fits the persona of the car. Right. I've never looked at Jeeves and been like, yeah, he'd be a Porsche guy. And that's not like a bad thing. No, it's but fine. like genuinely, like I, I look at you and I'm like, you like loud, you like. Things that are just kind of crazy, and Porsche is more like classy, refined, sporty, man. very refined. Driver's and car, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which I knew you liked being. <laughs> you're a driver, like actual driver enthusiast, mm-hmm. so like that made sense. But the other stuff, well, you've, I mean, look at what you've done with the car. You've made it kind of a JDM German. Oh, you made it too. You know, you've been able to hit all those markets and people. Everyone loves that car mm-hmm. because of who you are, but also because of what you've done with it. So mm-hmm. it's, it's really cool. Yeah, I mean, it all started from that first drive, dude. Yeah, it's crazy. I didn't even scratch your door panel either. <laughs> Bro, if anybody knows me, <laughs> don't <laughs> kick my door panel. Bro, he bought that a. It's my biggest fear <laughs> in life, I swear. He bought a RAV4 not too long ago, actually, very recently. And, uh,. I, I remember he told me how clean it was. It was like 200,000 miles. One owner picked it up for a good deal. And I hop in it and I freaking just rub my leg across. And he's yeah, like freaking out. He's like, dude, what did I just say? The worst part is, is I had the <laughs> dreadful conversation of the door panel talk before it happened. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. So it's like, hey, man, look how mint the kick sills and door panels are. And then he drags his foot. It's Did like, you see his what? pants yesterday? <laughs> no. Okay, well. I'm covered. surprised he's even wearing covered pants. Bro, right it's here. freezing. Bro, you wear shorts and uh, like Dude, I'm five. sorry, dude. No, it's way different. Yeah, Last well. year was an anomaly. It was warmer. It's cold yeah. for sure. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's getting old. <gasps> okay. A little rude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but his pant was covered in salt from obviously rubbing the Imagine truck. Imagine a little bit of salt the on the door panel. Yeah, the truck. Bro, I but can't. It's, it's, There's, it's like rarely I'll even let people ride in the car because of that. I swear. Yeah. Or test it's drive just, them. I, forget that. Yeah. You're very anal about your cars. Like when you buy a car, you're going through everything. It has to be. Clean. Yeah. It has to be. Mint. Yeah. Up, oh, yeah. Up to, even like, like I went to the auto show, right? Mm-hmm. And every single car, obviously they open the cars for people to like look at. But you're looking at like brand new 2023s and, the, you know, they're letting people sit in them constantly throughout the auto show. But like. Everything is toast. Like the, everything has to be replaced. Door panels, <laughs> lower knobs. kick sills, knobs. Like they're all just. Com- they're like, in my opinion, I would never. I just couldn't do it. You know. What if your car was that not a show? I wouldn't. Probably, probably wouldn't. Have, if it was that way, I probably wouldn't have bought it. <laughs> yeah. Because that door panel is like two grand. Oh jeez. What? It's expensive, man. Look, well, for like a Gosh. set, you're looking at like. Two oh, grand, so but yeah, still. Like, holy. Kick my it's expensive, guy. man. And that's what oh. people don't realize, you know. So I don't know. Yeah. Some people don't care. I get it. Like mm-hmm. trucks, I get it. Wear yeah. boots, you know, drag your horse clicker up the side. I don't care, but <laughs> I don't know. It's called a spur. A spur. Horse, horse clicker. clicker. I, I like horse clicker. Yeah, better. Horse clicker is nice. <laughs> tomato, so, tomato. Yeah, that's right. That's Dude, right. so let's, uh, let's, let's talk about your car journey because okay. 
you've been a car guy since you were little, right? Yep. Something like that. And then obviously you don't just get a GT3 RS overnight. Yep. In well, fact, that's why so many people are like, dude, does this guy deal drugs? Cause well, yeah, like, I mean, does your guy? neighbors think you're, I make the cartel joke, but this guy goes uh-huh. through cars faster than Jesus goes through underwear. <laughs> I'll be honest. I mean, it's he's probably not years, wrong. So I'll be I'm honest. Just be honest. It's probably not wrong. Yeah. He has to buy underwear to go through them first. Good point. Yeah. Good no. point. But anyway, you, you say you just don't wear any. Is that what you say? Honestly, it's just easier not to. <laughs> yeah. In chubbies, dude, that's the move. In chubbies, dude. Chubbies, yeah, no underwear. I mean, they're kind of like a swimsuit, aren't they? They're, yeah, they are. Yeah, I mean, they're like a everyday. They have a liner, but you just got to cut them out. Yeah. Yeah. The are. liner though feels really weird. I, the only liner that I can stand is the chubby one, though, really? because it's like. It doesn't. It's hurt. kind of a higher quality. Yeah, like, yeah it doesn't hurt. It's the not holes cheap. are like tiny. I don't know. It's like the way that's. Dang it! We just, do, do we just have a subtle plug for tr- no, chubbies? No, no, absolutely not. <laughs> Those things are ninety dollars a piece. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, next episode, all of us and chubs. That wow, would be dude. oh, dude, that'd be dope. If they want to sponsor the episode, uh, we'll leave the email down below. Please, that'd be great. That'd yeah. be so cool. <laughs> we need yeah. more. But yeah, car journey. Sorry, totally just cut you off. From up. the beginning? Or oh, yeah. Oh, from the, the oh. beginning. What got, what got you into cars? Yeah. I, mean, I think, like, I mean, I have home videos. I just watched these the other night with my mom and my wife. And, like, you know, like, I was washing my dad's 55 Chevy in the driveway when I was, like, two years old. Oh, And, like, my. my dad had, you know, 66 Nova for years, you know, that we were stored together. And, like, um, so yeah, he was obviously into cars, too. It wasn't, like, as much as I am as far as, like, variety but like as a kid i was around them you know so but i think the biggest breakthrough in my generation like when i was younger was probably fast and furious you know like Mm -hmm. 2001 i was in freshman in high school so like perfect time yeah you know it's everyone's going to the movies and it's like i'm finally getting my first car you can buy a civic for you know three grand at the time and it's like cheap to modify even though i didn't know what that was yet and it was like what was your first car 98 uh ek coupe like civic five speed yeah yeah i didn't even know how to drive i didn't even know how to drive manual but like we went and looked at it and i was like this is sick you know Mm -hmm. three grand later and i'm like grinding second gear to get it home but (laughs) i learned how to drive stick like per you know i forced myself to and it was like from that moment it was just like modifying and hooking up hondas and like florida like florida had a big scene for hondas and stuff and like eks egs like s2000s like all the hondas were like really probably my hair like my childhood for sure you know? sick so don't you have a story about when you and matt went to go see fast and furious like you guys were going to go on a double date and the girls left you no so that's his ex yeah, oh. we, could, <laughs> we could talk about that but he uh yeah that was short-lived you know oh, but gotcha. yeah yeah it was uh she yeah she didn't like anybody so no that didn't last, she, she no. couldn't hang yeah but you know you guys were such car guys you were willing to do like a double date to go watch movies what's like funny that. about matt is like i met him we both worked at autozone so like oh, i got a job sick. selling parts you know because i was like oh i might as well just sell parts so i can get parts for my civic you know like that was my whole mentality and then like he ended up being a commercial like doing commercial sales for like the shops and like I had the time I had a Supra, a 95 Supra, a twin turbo. And like that at the time, that car wasn't very expensive. It was 14 grand for a twin turbo six speed Supra. Wow. Like, you know, so I remember pulling that into AutoZone to like go to work making like, I don't know, 11 bucks an hour, maybe 10 bucks an hour. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was, I think it was like nine fifty yeah. an hour. 
But like at the time, it was you know that car was somewhat affordable. But I remember Matt being like, "Dude, this guy like sells drugs or something." You know, same thing you're saying <laughs> now. But it was just like all like just I don't know, just timing, I guess. So, but yeah, no cars. Yeah, I built building Hondas. You know, starting like probably 2001. I remember being 15 years old, and I had bought a 98 Civic EK hatch, and it was not, it was like a non-VTEC car, right? So it was just 106 horsepower or something, you know? <laughs> was that when they did single overhead Single cams? cam, oh, automatic, non-VTEC. So I remember being like, oh, I want it to be a VTEC car. Like, I want VTEC. I want to hear it, you know? And it's like, really, it's only 127 horsepower. You're gaining 20 horsepower. But I remember going to the junkyard and being like, I could buy the head off this Civic for 50 bucks, like off of a, a EK, like EX model with the sunroof. It had VTEC. And I remember being like, I can buy that and literally put it on my car and have, have this VTEC. But I remember being 15 years old in my driveway, taking the head off my car, cutting the timing belt with a pair of scissors. Oh because I gosh. thought that that was the easiest way to do it. It is just started from there and it ran. I got it put together like and it actually ran and had no leaks, no issues. I was like, okay, this is like kind of fun, you know, and that's yeah. kind of where it started. So it was, it was cool. You know? you know, that reminded me of a time that uh, uh, Braden actually used a pair of scissors to cut into my GTR. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. So the. Oh my gosh. Short story. But the GTR has like that valence on the back, that rear valence. And I had just got like this cool looking diffuser for a good deal on uh, Facebook. And it was the center portion of the diffuser. Yeah, it was the center portion of the diffuser. We had to cut off and we couldn't figure out a way to do anything. So Braden gets a pair. It's a pair. I, it's funny. We actually had it recorded, but I actually turned it off as I was recording before and I thought that it, w- it wasn't. So we missed the whole thing. But yeah, he literally just grabs a pair of like these like high quality scissors. And just starts going to town on this valence. They like, were. They were. If I ever see this video out there, somebody's like, <laughs> "It was so funny." He's like, "Are you sure you want to do it?" I was like, "Yeah, dude. Who cares? Let's go see what happens." Bro, so funny. That's funny. Well, as a backstory, so he buys this diffuser, doesn't know how to install it. He calls me. He's like, "Dude, True. we need to. I, I want to put this on my car." I'm like, "Bro, yeah. I love car projects. Let's do it." So I get there, and I'm looking at this, and there's no way to fit it like flush. Mm-hmm. And in fact, everyone that does it says that you have to cut out the bottom center piece in order for this to fit well and he had no tools at the house in fact we were borrowing his one of his roommates tools yep and that's right. they were a pair of like the aluminum cutter scissors so it wasn't even like meant for plastic <laughs> and i looked oh at him and i'm like dude i'm not doing this he's like just send it he's like i don't even care he's like just send it and so it worked it was sick it worked yeah. but same thing yeah. you know like yeah i mean it's how you learn, right? You know. Yeah. I think that makes you like, you know, if you're like a real car enthusiast, that makes it's kind of in your blood, and you don't realize until you just do it. You're not a car enthusiast unless you've done some real jank. Oh, 100%. Dude, my EK, <laughs> my first coupe, dude, it was bad. Like everyone in Florida, like you guys know, but. Everyone I, in Florida? I, yeah. I mean, my friends, Florida, like Charles and people that know me as a kid, like I remember looking at the Japanese right-hand drive type R's, and they had black interior. And I was like, dude, I have to have black interior. They never made it in the U.S., so I just spray, I spray painted the whole interior, dude. No way. <laughs> the whole thing. With that, dye, with that dye spray paint. This is the dude that complains about door seals? Bro, I was, <laughs> I was 16, 15, 16 at the time. Yeah, start somewhere. And I kept, I kept the can with me because, like, it was so bad, it would fall off. Like, somebody would close the door, and, like, a piece would fall off, and I'd just 
reach over and just spray it. Oh quick. my gosh. It was black though. It looked sick. Bro, you'd make a great detailer here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> but like we all janky stuff, you know. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. We're all guilty of it. Yeah. How many cars do you think you've had? Like in personally, your... like oh yeah, personally. If you could take a guess, right? Uh, we're probably like two fifty right now. <laughs> Since I was like a kid, uh, that I've like owned for more than a week. Can which, I be honest? That's not very long, but yeah, I don't even think I've had that many cars in Forza, dude. Could like, be. I don't have that many cars in Forza. Forza. <laughs> I think I have like a hundred and ten. I mean, there's some years that I've been through like thirty cars for sure. That's crazy. That is literally which insane. is not good, but you know, you find something you like or like a good deal on something you want to experience it, like whatever. Yeah, yeah, it and it's much. cheaper. A lot of cheaper stuff. Like, I mean, I could stuff that's like less than five grand. You know, like when I was a kid, it's it's easy to do swap stuff out when it's cheap. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, well, and it's like I've noticed in our entire friendship, anytime we've brought up a car or a car that we've been interested in, it's always been like, oh, dude, I had that car. And then you pull up a photo. Because, you know, like some people just say like, oh, bro, yeah, I've had one of those cars or whatever. And then he pulls up a photo of every single car. And I'm just like, holy fetch. This guy has had pretty much one of everything. I had this like list, you know, so like as I was growing up, like I'd be under 15 grand, you know. It's like I want to own an EK Coupe. EX with a sunroof. I want to own an EK hatch, an EG, uh, Integra, a GSR on blades, uh, Type R. Like, not Type R wasn't under 15 grand, but like there was a list and it constantly grew. So, like, there would only be a certain amount of like type of car that I'd want to like own or, or just experience. And it's like I made it a point to try to hit every one of those, like, even if it was for a week, yeah. you know. And that's up to really up to this car so anything that i've wanted to personally experience her own i've i think i've hit personally yeah i think there's one you're missing though if it involves an f in the beginning i'm no ford no 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 no, no, i was never a ford guy but Uh, that's that's true you're you're a closeted a closeted fan closeted yeah what what car are you what car are you talking about what brand starts with like an m that's right that's right yeah we heard uh we well we know is it, I hope it's okay we talk about it, but heard Everybody you're a big really fan knows. of uh, McLarens. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> that's what this, is, that's this, this whole podcast that's what this is whole a, literally about. for. No, I'm, I'm not a fan of McLaren. So. Which is, so yeah. just so the, the comment stream doesn't just light you up. Oh, no, light it up. Dude, let's, well, I mean, yeah. let's light it up. Dude, sure. I'm just to look, look, make this look clear. Look into the camera, yeah. I am all about confrontation, so let's go. It's true. No, it's true. I am totally cool with, yeah. Which being is honest funny. about how you feel about something and not being offended. I'm totally cool with that. Which, two things. One, that is rare. Love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Secondly, we were on a trip to Newport. Just I, Was this just when you, me, and Nate went? Jeeves went too, right? No, no. This, was, this was the first time. Yeah, I yeah the first, first time. time you guys that's went, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Why and did we, we go? Were, uh, I was shooting the Koenig. Oh, that's thing. right. Yep. That's yep. yeah. cool. Jeeves was at home. It's all right. You didn't, you didn't like traveling. You, you didn't like It's cool. I didn't get invited. Me and Tower at home. That's all right. I didn't set this up. <laughs> I Todd would have invited everybody. Thank Todd you. had a job, yeah, thank you and Jeeves doesn't like traveling. So I that, that was also too. I, I know what it is. True. That that event that you were shooting that car was very exclusive, and you probably couldn't have a lot of people. Too. Yeah, that's, it, the tr- it, that's the truth. It, it was like a little There's private wrong thing. with that. Yeah. But so Jeeves, was, I'm sorry you didn't make yeah. it. But. I'm and not. Todd, Todd, I'm not. He, we invited him, so I made it. I don't know how I made it. <laughs> cool. No, you. Of course, you made yeah, it. You're fun. Cool. Um, 
No, it was funny because we, in our little tour, we had a lot of time in Newport and we went to a bunch of the various dealerships. And in California, obviously the car scene out there is just next level. Yeah, it's huge. It's insane. And I remember we went to Lamborghini of Newport and they, what McLaren did they have there? Was it just like a Uh, 650S? Newport. I remember Jeffree Star's. um, Oh yeah, he had a Senna there. The Senna was at that other dealer though. Mm-hmm. At the time, that was the McLaren. Maybe but there Newport, wasn't even a McLaren. Newport was, yeah, they had their McLaren. They they were a McLaren dealer though. That's right. Time. So they yeah. probably had yeah, a couple they, in the showroom. They had a couple, yeah. But we were waiting like 10, 15 minutes to get these hoodies because we're just like, dude, we gotta get a, we gotta get a little momentum oh, yeah. while we're here. I still have it. Sick. <laughs> and G and you Gabe have a McLaren hoodie. No, Lamborghini. Lamborghini. Oh, I, Newport. Lamborghini. Like, I would never. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Which was so funny. No, I'm not. Well, th- and this all transpired right after like Alex Choi because you kind of liked him, but then you saw the quality of him and then all the issues. I think it was the more like hands on that I was with him is what made me realize like I just am not a fan. Yeah, but it was funny because Gabe looked at me. We waited 15 minutes for these jackets, and all of a sudden he goes, "Dude, I need to talk some shit with some people." <laughs> Literally, and then walks over to the salesman who's like middle of an email, and he's like, "So, dude, uh, what do you t- what do you think about McLaren?" Bro, and then they started <laughs> going back and forth. Well, it's like most of the points I was hitting, he was agreeing with. So it's like, that was yeah, all I wanted. It felt knew. so good. <laughs> you know? Because it's like, how do you know without physics? Like, I would never bash or feel a way about something unless I've actually had my hands on it or experienced so w- it. Yeah. So what don't you like about McLaren? Just the quality of the build. And I don't like, it's multiple things. I don't like that they use the same motor in all the cars. Like, there's nothing special about buying a 720, a 765LT, a Senna. They all have the same motor. They're just tuned differently, different turbos, same base motor. The quality of their their build is like Tesla. It's just not good, you know. Yeah. Like, you know, I've seen some with 5,000 miles and the steering wheels peeling off and the A pillars are falling and the clips don't hold anymore. It's just like, the and then I got to peeling. drive Patrick Adair 720 across. You know, oh, the, rally the, the did, U.S. Right? Yeah, yeah sad, the last Savage Rally, Savage Rally 6. And, like, I love Patrick. I love, you know, what you've done with the car. The car just – car sucks. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it broke down. It, it literally broke down in New Orleans. Like, yeah. the coolant was exploding out. We had to ride in a truck, throw it on – the whole every car on the rally, minus Rachel's Mercedes, like, made it. But – the 720 it's like and that car was unmodified never tuned just had an axle like a cat back exhaust and it still blew a coolant line and cost several thousands of dollars and you know had to, it's just like that's a prime example right there and it was a nightmare to fix you know i mean it's just there's not a lot of support like dealerships now we have a mclaren dealer but it's like not it's just not good i don't know I would just not. I think it's one of those brands. Plus, it's a boring car for me. I've driven 570s, 720s. They're fast, and that's literally it. That's there's no there's to me. Yeah, there's drama if you turn trash control off and you want to get sideways, whatever. But at the end of the day, it's just kind of a there's no personality. I don't know. Hmm. It's not loud. There's no like high revving like these. That's what's ruined me on these cars. You know, rear wheel drive, PDK. 9,000 RPMs, all motor, 500 horsepower. It feels like if you turn trash control, like, it feels like it's going to kill you. No, it's like oh, yeah. not in a not in a fast way, mm-hmm. just a violent way. It's like in a in a really good like driving way, you know. 
that's how it was for S two thousands. That's why I loved S two thousands. Like yeah. that car would bite you, and the whole back end would slide out, and you could barely hold on, or else you'd hit or hit a wall. You know, <laughs> as a kid, like yeah. it was amazing. It's really cool. You know. So I'm gonna be honest with you. Seven twenty S is like my only car that I would actually. Cons- I like the seven twenty S. I love how they yeah. look. I love Absolutely. that. No, I love how they look. I think the wing, the air brake, like the front end. The doors, like all that stuff, you're getting a lot for your value. I agree, it's cool. But like you would that never, stuff is you cool, would never, I would try never it buy out. one. You would never try absolutely it absolutely not. Is there a price point? Like if someone came, if it was to like you. okay, if that car, if a 720 was like a hundred grand, GT3, old GT3 money, yeah, I'd consider it. <laughs> Two twenty plus, this car destroys. I mean, in my opinion, mm-hmm. destroys every aspect of ownership. Not, not speed, not speed, mm-hmm. not looks. Not doors, like none of that. All that stuff, the, the McLaren wins. Always. It's always going to win. Yeah. But like as far as real ownership, like depreciation, reliability, everything that really matters, this car destroys it and it's cheaper. So it, why would why would you, like for me, why would you do it, you know? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So is there a car above the GT3 RS that you're just like, obviously maybe not from an ownership experience but you're just like yeah. that's the one like that's the I, next I mean step. I've wanted so I tried the Lambo thing I bought the Super Trofeo Stradale like which was like a very very rare um Gallardo, Gallardo. and I bought that car strictly to network kind of like why you you have it too and we all do this stuff mm-hmm. um also wanted to be a Lambo owner I wanted to know what it felt like to have a key for a Lamborghini I thought that would it was going to be different than driving in one or riding in one, right? It wasn't, yeah. So well, that's the truth is, it's just an Audi key, and <laughs> it's the same thing. It's yeah. literally not. It, it's it's like a self goal feeling, but the car feeling is not really. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, you know, I don't know. It's like this. It's it's all materialistic. So at the end of the day, it doesn't really. None of it really matters. But yeah, sheesh, that got deep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, you know. Gardo was not your so, thing, though. No, so the problem is that Gardo, like, the only reason why I bought I was on my way to buy a GT2 RS. Which would have been, been dope. Okay. So cool. Yes. 2018, Sock, white, red interior. Good price, too, right? 280 Yeah. That's Bro, absurd. 280 for it. Saucy. That's insane. Yeah. That's crazy. I was selling my GT3 RS here at the time. And Wait. I was, yeah. Pause. Fix it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. set a timer so it's Make sure that's still recording. Too. Yeah, it's still on. Yeah, no, like the it. screen. The screen is recording. No. Like, I know. Back. Go on the back side and make sure. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Just while you're over there. Christian's <laughs> here too, by the way. What's he doing here? Uh, he was... Uh, Who? Uh, we got me Dr. Pepper. <laughs> chop, chop, little bunny. I'll look at the other stuff while you lollygag. I don't think we necessarily even have to stop doing the podcast. We just have to freshen up a little bit. Get a shower. Yeah, I get a little. Dude, yeah. We'll little scrub. we little scrub down. <laughs> Shoot, dude. 
GoPro's still recording, which is pretty sick. Do you want to just restart that? We keep going, and Jeeves can walk back in. Kind of cool. I'd be I'd be yeah. down for that. Yeah. Let's just keep it going yeah. because I don't want to have too much time delay. Yeah. Is it on? It's only for the audio, so we can sync it up. <coughs> Jeeves has uh, stepped out to chit chat with people. Yeah, I middle podcast, so unprofessional. Yeah, yeah, he gets up in the middle of it to go bathroom or talk to people. Bathroom's different. I think he went to lunch. Probably went I to lunch. <laughs> Wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Where were we at? The Lamborghini. Oh, yeah. You almost bought the GT2 yeah, RS. so on my way to buy the GT2 RS, and um, on the plane, I'm literally texting one of my best friends in Florida, Charles, and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I know the 2 RS is going to be fast, you know, and it's like the next step in the gt world for yep. me but at the end of the day i don't really care about going fast like i've done that with um i've done that with like toyota supras and like i mean you've yeah. had some really yeah i've had fast cars so like i think i, I think like i was like kind of contemplating the whole idea of why i'm even selling my car in utah and then why am i flying to buy something else you know yeah so I'm on my way there and I'm looking on I'm on the plane I just I actually bought the uh Wi-Fi service so I could um like just kind of s- question life of like am I going to keep flying here or if I what am I doing well they I saw they had the STS so and I remember watching all the the videos on like uh online of the one from Dubai that was like really rowdy you know and uh, that car I knew was like a possible contender of being another all-motor rowdy car, right? So when I got there, I like looked at that as an option, and it was a lot less money at the time. It was like one ninety-nine, so it was eighty k less, you know, which was a lot of money, you know. So I was like, but the two RS I knew was a really good deal. So yeah, <clears throat> but I ended up yeah driving the STS and buying that car and PPFing it and doing like a straight piping it and a bunch of stuff. I just didn't fit well in it. I think it's a great car uh, being six foot three. Like I just didn't fit well. That was the biggest thing. No, I, t- could I, I took it out. Yeah, like, it's hard. And like, it had the carbon bucket seats and like carbon door panels. Like it was really sick. Which are all fixated. So people who don't understand, like anytime you want to do an adjust- adjustment, it's completely manual. Like you're yeah. pulling the seat out. Yeah. Yeah. You have to like, modify the brackets and put spacers and it's like a whole ordeal but like it wasn't it just didn't um i don't know it wasn't for me i guess you know i think the next car would be maybe i would love to experience an aventador you know but i go back and forth because it's like i could buy a 2012 you know i won't sell this though like this car this is like the staple it's tattooed on my arm so this well so (laughs) it's stan yeah this one. One of the cars tattooed on your it's, arm. It's, I still have it. I know, but how many times I could have sold it, it two days ago? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I could have, and I didn't. You so. sold it three times. I did, but this it is was an NSX. Yeah, so I have an 05 NSX too, and uh, that's like, I guess, like the pinnacle of what my childhood was with Hondas. So that's why I bought that car. You know, so freaking sick. Yeah. That thing is like stupid clean. Yeah. Yeah. Blue on blue. Yeah, one of, one of seven blue on blue manuals in 05. It's last year. 
And um, yeah, I've sold it three times because of the guy that I sold it to is a good friend of mine too that owns a dealership in Missouri. And we have this relationship where he knows that I'm going to buy it back. And if I need money for some sort of thing I'm doing, I can possibly hit him up and he will buy it for me you know so it's like <laughs> we should have half ownership at this point but like i'm at the point now where it's like i should just keep this card and like literally never sell it so if i run in if i had to choose between the nsx or this this car now i'd choose this car though just because it's well, it's, a whole it's just experience. a better car yeah. like if i'm going to choose what to get into and go drive long term and have the tech and all that this car this is the car for sure so, so is there like a, a genre of car that you will not touch period because like you've had i feel like you've had a little bit of everything and i mean even on the american muscle side you've had like street rods like yeah i've had a couple rat rods rods. i've had 68 camaro or uh ss uh the nova i've had a bunch of like older cars i think the problem with me with older cars is the the prices are all over the place you know it's like you can buy a 69 rsss camaro for 40 grand or you can spend 80 grand and it looks exactly the same yeah yeah so that's hard for me to justify because and i know what can be hidden too like i've sold cars to people that have flown in with magnets and like taken half the car apart to see what rust has been repaired and it's just like turns into this uh it's just a, a different world of ownership right now you know i think if you have like a hundred grand to to just blow and you want to like have a sick resto mod like you know camaro or nova or chevelle or something like what judd has yeah car's insane you know full frame off restoration ac ls powered like you literally can get in it and drive it like it's a a c7 corvette like that's that's the dream that's what i want that's if i was going to own another one that's what i would have but it's it's expensive to to justify you know yeah but it's definitely something i would own you know? i think to not touch um jaguar can't mercedes just can't do it not not a single mercedes no <laughs> i love them not, i think they're great cars. not even a gtr black series <clears throat> no AMG wow. one. Yeah, no, AMG I, I, I would drive them, and I would love to like have them for a day, but I would never own never one. Never own one. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. I, the ownership side for me, it's just not my style car. Mm-hmm. I so, think the interior's great. It's like super sophisticated, and like, you know, they have it dialed for what it is, and they're fast and all that. But I just, just not my cup of tea. You know? so, I think they have the ugliest. Well, it could have changed in twenty twenty two for sure. I hate their infotainment system, like their menus. Like the like, you can look at like 2016 to maybe 2021. I don't know if it changed in 2022, but it is the ugliest. I hate it. I yeah. hate I hate scrolling through the menus on G wagons, on you know uh, any AMG. I hate scrolling yeah, through. Yeah, I never loved BMWs, Mercedes, all the Euro infotainment centers were mm-hmm. not. I think I just they, don't like the. I don't like how they age. That's my yeah. problem too. Yeah. Like I've seen that. Like a BMW is tough for me too. I think like uh, M cars are great, and I'm not a fan at all of the newer M stuff. I hate that front end, dude. Bro, they're dope. I can't. It looks like a walrus, dude. Buck teeth? It's bad. I can't do it. <laughs> Beaver teeth. I Beaver hate teeth. it. Beaver teeth. That's what it is. Not I literally teeth. can't get over it. I'll never like it. Oh, it's it's so dope. Everyone's like, oh, it'll grow on you. The no, only BMW I'd buy would be a 1M. It's M1. a cool car. It's small. Yep. Yeah. 
I've had cool. a bunch of them. I've had an E92 M3. I've had an E90 M3. I've had E46 M3s. Out of those, at this point in my life, E46 slick top, mm-hmm. M3, six-speed, cage, wheels. Sauce. It's sick. Like for the money, mm-hmm. you know. 30 grand. E92 E90s are sick. The interior's it's ass. It's just not yeah. good. Yeah. It, <laughs> and people will say like, "Oh, it's sick and it's minimalist." And it's like, "No, dude, it's it sucks." <laughs> yeah. You cannot. I mean, I have an ISF I daily drive, right? It's the same era. Yeah. The interior's not great either, but it's better than an E90. BMW is the Toyota yeah. of Europe. You think so? As no, because so Toyota is actually no, as reliable. Like the interior. Oh. Oh, oh, simple. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Toyota thanks for explaining. Because yeah, otherwise, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I was lost for a second. I was worried. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just it's just simple. So it doesn't age well. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, you even look at like my wife's Forerunner compared to like the 2010 Forerunner mm-hmm. that I'm helping my boss build, and then the new 2022 23s, all exact all the same. same. Yeah. yeah, all exactly. I think the same. software is pretty close. Like even the software, it's like, dude, I went and drove update. cars the other day because I got this itch to before I bought this, to buy like a daily and like 2023 IS350 F Sports, all those cars. The infotainment's the same as my 2013. Yeah. It's crazy. Like almost. It's mm-hmm. very close. The backup cameras are horrible. Garbage. <laughs> the best backup camera I've ever had has been in my Jeep. They put security cameras in the backup camera? Pretty much, yeah. From the <laughs> 80s. Yeah. From the 80s. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. So, but yeah. yeah, I don't know. I can't do Mercedes. BMW, I'm like kind of... What about way. Aston Martin? Because Jaguar and Aston Martin. Absolutely are the same. not. So That's like not even. Why? Like, Why not an Aston very Martin? Very niche. Person. Aston Martin, they don't age well. It's another issue. Like, go look at a, a you know DB9 or like a Vantage that's got twenty thousand miles on it. it. The interior looks like it should have eighty thousand on it. It's just they don't age well. Yeah. The quality's not there, and. The electrical issues and the, you know, um, support if you need help for like that stuff. It's an arm and a leg to get fixed if you can't. You can't do it yourself. You know, that's another issue is I love working on my own stuff. And when you get into cars like that, you like you can't because you need computers to help you. Like yeah. people that can like get in. And, Which know. is funny because I almost bought an 07 Aston Martin Vantage manual. And I loved the car, the sound, the V8. The look is okay. It's not my favorite, but that was kind of like was potentially going to be my first step into the cars. And then I looked it up in the forums. Everybody would run into the same issue, yet the way they had to solve it and the root of the issue was completely different every time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, there, and Aston Martin's only excuse was, well, that's what you get with hand-built cars. Like that's their only like good Bro, excuse. Bro, if you clo- <laughs> if I close my eyes and never saw one and looked at my first 07, I would say this is not hand built. This is built by some kids. <laughs> because the quality's just not good. Yeah. Uh, like, I like this, I like the styling of the new ones. I think the oh, new I think ones are they dope. look sick, but it's going to be the same but, issue in 10 years. But even the issue but the interior though, even on the new ones, like you look at the interior like there's not a lot of sauce in those interiors. I'll be no, honest. No, it's just well, more it's, noodles. It's all, dude, all noodles. noodles, dude. All it's noodles, all noodle dude. inside. No. Sauce. More, more, more sauce than noodles. That's always a joke. 
I mean, well, even the new SMRs, though, they're all Mercedes. I mean, it's a Mercedes yeah. motor. It's Which a Mercedes is interior, why basically. I don't love them, you know. And I'm not a fan sense. of Ford either. That's like another one. I've just never. Ooh, I know this piece, guy. Rest yeah. piece of the boys. This guy's. A, I, and I've you tried it. I, I remember looking at Mustang Bullets and, and Terminators and all those cars back in the day when they were new on the showroom floors. And I thought they were sick. Except the interior. Interior is always a killer. And oh, it, yeah. like, you cannot fix the fact that that interior feels like a van. They got better in the 07 era, like, between 05 But then the outside's not as good. So it's like, you give or take, it's like an 01 Terminator with an 07 interior, probably fix <sighs> the issue for me. Probably be a lot yeah. better. You know? Even the brand new Mustang interiors aren't like the new new me ones? and todd agree a lot on like yeah this they're stuff. not even like yeah. overly like, like the s650 yeah. the brand new yeah. 23s yeah like sat in a gt500 i want to i want to drive a gt500 like, that's on my i, I think that insane. that car i think that would change my opinion on ford a little bit but it's an insane car for sure, sure. Yeah. i mean we drove jake's and jake's car is insane it's yeah. it's a cool car but the interior again it's like lax thousand dollar car yeah right. it's nice but it's not like <laughs> Wow. Yeah. This is really nice. Yeah. yeah. Now, actually, I uh, I watched a video. Can I be completely honest with you, dude? First time. Sure. Is this the first time this? you're ever honest? No. For... Shut up. Bro, are we opening show? the closet door right now? 100%. Dude, oh, the Dark Horse, I don't know why. I think that thing is dope. Uh, I like the Ford Dark Horse. It's pretty good it looking. It looks sick. Oh, yeah. Interior, exterior, it looks cool. I think riding. No. Raiden. Hold on. I, I, I'm going to be honest. I'm a Mustang guy. I could <laughs> I give a rat. I think the so whole dark cool. horse thing is a complete gimmick to joke. It's literally stupid. I want to see one in person. The only Ford I would buy, like a sports car, the GT. Oh, yeah. Like an older GT. Oh, yeah. Like what Patrick has. Or yeah. I, absolutely. That car's, that car's sick. But I can't spend the, the money they, yeah. they're pulling now. Like yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Which is crazy because sick. like that was almost obtainable at... 180, 150,000. Yep. I remember when they were like two for a minute. Like nice ones were 200 grand. Yeah. I would still rather have this though. But that's just, I, you know, it's just my opinion. Yeah. But. So the hype for Porsche is true. Like, I, it, you know like, what it is, is like I've realized I, it, it's, it's a very simple, it's a, it's a, a very well built car, but like it, it's very easy to work on, which yeah. I love. I love doing tinkering and stuff. Yeah. Taking this car apart, it goes, it, comes apart and goes back together exactly how it was built so Which like not many cars do that no. especially italian cars. yeah so like <laughs> rear bumpers like interior pieces everything is just the fit and finish is very 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 good and uh just like the whole i don't know the sim it's very simplistic which i love too yeah so you you have a porsche yeah. it's a driver's car it's yeah really cool yeah what's your new daily driver you're getting I don't know yet. I got to drive one. No, 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 no. You put down. I did put down a deposit, so we'll see. So be proud of it. Be proud of it. No, no, I'm not proud of it. You're not proud. I'm not not yet proud of it. I think that I'm number nine on the list for a car like this is kind of stupid and funny. Dope. But it's also like it could be sick. I think I think the looks are sick. The one thing there's one thing I don't like, and I don't know. I have to drive it. The name CBT. Yeah, uh, CBT. I just don't know, man. It's like I'm driving a scooter. It really like is. Like a Honda Ruckus, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So I put a deposit on a 2023 Twitter Prius. So oh, so, so my whole like opinion on this is like it's all-wheel drive. It's cheaper, and it has a warranty, and it gets 51 miles a gallon. It's like a practical car for like what 
for what I have for the other cars that we mm-hmm. we have. So that's the whole goal, you know, is to maybe pick that up and slam it on T's. Dude, dude. Yeah. I'm telling you, there's something <laughs> sick about having like just a freaking ugly whether it whether Todd thinks it's ugly. I think, I think they look sick. Yeah, I think the it new looks ones good. look way good. But I haven't seen one in person yet because yeah. they didn't have one at the auto show or anything ever cool. Like yeah, which is auto weird. show was horrible, by the way. Anyone that ran that, absolutely horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's I didn't even go. Lexus wasn't there. Audi's doors were locked. They didn't have a new Corvette. They didn't have a Z06. Like, why is there not one there? Yeah. Yeah. They didn't have a five-speed Supra. They had an automatic Supra from like two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. The Prius wasn't there. It's like literally the worst show I've ever been to. Yeah. Like the last five years, I've been. I I always go because it's like cheap. It's 10 bucks to get in and it's like a cool day event thing. But uh, it's the worst year I've ever been. I I think the only cool aspect of the International Auto Expo is the fact that you can test drive any of the cars you want. Now, do they always have the newest ones? No, but it is kind of fun to take out some of them. I've never done that. Have you done that? I've done it. And they it's have probably all the cars like, out there? Or uh, is it certain vendors, like manufacturers? Or? There's a few. Ford always has theirs. So they usually have the new Mustang, the new, you know, all the different yeah. stuff. Always, that's why he Dodge. Always oh, starting gosh. with Ford. That's Any the only t- <laughs> Of course, because that's Any the only time. one I care about. He loves, dude. It's Any all good. Time. It's that's all good. I, I love. No, no, it's just so funny. This is one thing I love about Brayden. He is very um, just committed to <laughs> his opinion. Yeah, which is good. Uh, which yeah. is how I am, and I, that, dude, that's rare. That's Gotta rare. respect it. Yeah. That's why I respect A lot you. of people are like very, uh, you know, on edge to say what how they feel, and I think it's absolutely stupid. Or they don't even know how they feel. I think yeah. a lot of people are that way. They're people like, I don't know. What do you think? Oh, yeah, I like that, too. It's like... No, what do you think? Like, it's okay to not like something. Yeah. Like the new, dude, we can get into the Serato if you want. Ooh, oh, I am with you 100% on that. Sake. That's the I, I worst it, looking Lambo I've ever seen in my life. It's freaking it's the awful. the worst looking Lambo. It's, it's, the, ba- it's the worst the one I've ever SUV seen. The Lambo SUV is the ugliest thing in the world. No. The, no. The I mean, I wouldn't buy one. LMO2? Sorry, the truck. Not the, dude, the old what? one? Oh, Rambo so, Lambo? Oh, that thing is That thing is, you guys are freaking weird. No, no that mean? thing sucks. Kay. I wouldn't buy one. LMO2. I wouldn't buy one. Can I, I wouldn't honest? buy one. Would you, do you like it? Like you wouldn't buy one, or you just don't like no, it? No, I don't like it. Like I don't like the way it looks. If that, I'll be honest. This is kind of extensive. This is kind of excessive. If that was driving next, if I had an LMO2, Honda Ridgeline. Okay, that's bad. Oh, my that's God. bad. Uh, yeah, Toyota Tacoma mild lift. Can you can't even put a Tacoma? I'm there. not even. I promise you. Pontiac Aztec. They all look the same to me. Wouldn't even care. Yeah. I actually like the Avalanche more than all those. Oh my god! Oh my yeah. gosh! This is oh my this oh this we, is the guy uh, that said the Dodge fifteen hundred is the worst vehicle you've ever driven. It is the worst. It's okay, dude. Yeah. Dude, I'm, own I mean, that. Yeah, I'm owning it. Own that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not hiding behind it. I don't care. Yeah, LMO two is not is, is not it. Back to the off road. Serato though. Off road Serato. Yeah, let's Why? go Serato. I don't get it. It's a joke, dude. That thing that is the biggest gimmicky. The I'm gonna car. do a cash grab with every Lambo owner that has money. Well, here's the thing, though. I've ever seen. L- look yeah. at anything. No Lambo one's gonna done. drive it off road. Maybe no. It's got two literally like people. two inches of ground clearance. You're not driving that anywhere. That, You're going the, through a dirt road. The fender flares look like they were bought for like a Jeep Wrangler they off like like Amazon no, and like bolted on. The roof rails. Like the the roof rails are a, are like a joke. It's kind of cool. That's the only thing that's kind of cool. <laughs> And the front lights look like they were bought off of AutoZone APC aisle. Like See, they look like they were bolted on. One hundred percent. It's so bad. AutoZone but anyone special. who knows Lambo and the history of Lambo, 
saw this coming. And this is nothing new because look at like what they did with the Gallardo, for example, right? They had they made fifteen thousand of them. They're not rare at all. And through the fifteen thousand that they made, they ran a series of probably like 150 different versions. You had the narrow version, the STS, you had a super legera, you had the final yep. edition, yep. you had all the different levels of LP. You had so many different versions, Squadra Corsa. I expected this with the Huracan because for Lamborghini, it's their entry-level car. It's the first car you get into a, when you're buying a Lamborghini. No one just jumps to an Aventador usually unless you've got money. But that's any Huracan. But I agree. But I, I mean, think it's cool because it's different and they want to enter like the Dakar racing experience, that type of thing. But who's going to race? Wait, yeah, they're actually being serious. There's like, going to be a few people. It's a, Are they it's actually a, taking, is it actually going to be not, like an off-road no, race it's vehicle? No, it's a gimmicky joke. That's literally what this car I, is. I think You're they're going to race doing it. the Dakar in a freaking Absolutely. Porsche. A Storato. Storato. A Storato. They do. Dakar, I mean, they Porsche. The Porsche Dakar. one, I could, they're more of a safari. Like, Porsche has a, their old safaris that actually did pretty well. They have heritage things. behind that yeah. brand for sure. Lamborghini, it's just a joke. I think it's, I think it, people are definitely going to do it. There's obviously going to be a few people that just buy it to buy it as a collector. They're going to do trail riding. Like they're they're going to do no, dirt. Do absolutely. Absolutely, they're going to PPF it and they're going to drive on some dirt trails and they're off-roading. That's how they're going to say. Literally. I guarantee you're not going the, over anything that really matters in that. Although I will <laughs> say this, I guarantee within the first year of those actually starting to roll out, you're going to see someone do Hell's Revenge down in Moab. You're going to see it people taking them out. It'll it's going to happen. It'll break. I, I'm not Revenge, saying it won't break. Yeah, it's going to break. Hell's Revenge. A guy does that in a Crown Vic. I did see the Crown Vic. Sure. No, I know. But what I am saying <laughs> is people seen, are actually seen it. He, he gets stuck and he'll pry himself off the rock with like a bit. I hope somebody does that with a Serato. I want somebody to do it. I, but I will say that it will happen because, again, the Huracan is not a rare car. It's no, it's, it's not, not even that special. It, and maybe that's just because I've become desensitized to it. But no, it's you're you're right. It's not it's not even like when you see a Huracan now. It doesn't mean matter. Like they're still sick. I, I think they're they're cool. super. No, cool. it's a cool. sick car and it's reliable. And Beautiful I understand car. why people buy them. But I mean, as the flex, car. though, I don't think it. I don't no, think it it's does a Honda flex. Civic of supercars. It's not even close. Agreed. It's literally yeah. the Honda Civic supercar. I think they anybody that owns one and hears me say that that's just what it is. Dude. I it have is to what agree. It is. Yeah, it they're does. still I cool. It doesn't yeah. unless you're getting like the Performante or like the really, really, like, yeah, yeah. Which at that point, for those price points, you're still driving a Huracan. I just don't see it. I, I don't know. Perfs are like, cool. I like Braden's. I like seeing Gallardos. Because they're so much more uncommon. To well, they're rare now. They're starting to get rare. You yeah. don't see them as much. That's why a lot of cool. people are wrecking them. Yeah. <laughs> or, or if you see a Gardo, it's a 5.0 first gen. Mm-hmm. Yep. No LPs. Like, LPs are more rare. And I think they're sick. That's why I bought the STS. You know? How long did you have the STS for? <sighs> I had it for three months. <laughs> three, oh, I, no, so, I, I never saw it or heard it. I drove it. I think I drove it really? five times. Wasn't it coming it was into PTF winter? for a while. That's yeah. right. Yeah. It's coming in the winter. Um, it's Our, it's a sick car, and it's like one of those things where it's it's the two the two hundred thousand. Like you know, I was saying I started with the list of cars that I what price points I wanted to own. It was that's two hundred thousand dollars was like the GT three RS that price yeah. point. That car was that car was on that list. I mean that it's something I had to experience. I checked it off. Now I'm good. I'll never buy one again. Yeah. Yeah. Not a not a Gardo. I just don't fit well in them. Well, Gallardo's any Italian They're car, small. really. Yeah. 
especially Aventadors are kind of roomy though. Aventadors are better, but they it's are. Because I mean, they have more geez, yeah. Oh, that was the first time we went. We went to California. A Eurocar. Yeah, Eurocar. Yeah, yeah. I sat in that. Yeah. It was a blue Aventador S. That was the first time I've ever been in an Aventador. I had to have you yeah. sit in it because I was like, bro. I was wait, tripping. Wait till you see I'll be it. honest. It's I was roomy. so nervous. I was like, this is like a dream car. Like it's yeah. the same way that Todd feels about the Viper. Before you yeah. had sat in one and yeah. actually tested it, I was I like, I love that Todd oh loves my. the Viper so much too. It's sick. No, it's sick. I just, I just it's like all, dude, cars it's, that are different. I like that no that, that, one can change Not a lot of people it, have. You know? yeah. yeah, it's you don't see them. You know? no. Gen fives are yeah. sick. It's but, cool. Yeah, I fit like a, I fit really well in the Aventador. Like, there's really a lot of well. diversity in cars too between mm-hmm. us, like yeah. our friend group. So Absolutely. it's like Viper, Porsches, Lambos. Like Nate's got the R8, and he's gonna end up buying like an E46 or mm-hmm. something. Like Kyle's got the NSX. Kyle's got the new NSX. Stephen's, it's just like yeah, Stephen's, Stephen's got, got the JDM stuff, the Vet. Luke's got the Mercedes, got the Mercedes. and it's, the PT. Yeah, and it's like, then <laughs> James has all the events, you know, the, all yeah. the Lambos and stuff. So it's like, it's cool to have everybody have like their own stuff. Yeah. It's diverse. And it, it's taken me a while to realize that this is actually what I like really like. Too. Yeah. Like it wasn't like a, I didn't think I, I didn't know. I think they all look the same, you know. That's the argument a lot of people have of Porsche is like, oh, my mom thinks this looks like a, you know, Boxster S. Like, <laughs> you know. Because they all have the same similarities of headlights, and, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. I mean, which I kind of like that because a lot of the stuff that I love to do is for me; it's not for everybody else. You know. I gotta be honest. Porsche is kind of the same way. I was like, oh, they all look the same. Yeah. They just yeah. widen them a little every year. Mm-hmm. But once yep. you drive one, oh yeah, it's it's insane. It's stupid. It's, it's well, intoxicating. Yeah. And it's the ownership really experience. Like again, I think that's I think that's a part that a lot of people miss out on, especially a lot of fanboys, right? Like you look at you look at a lot of fanboys in different genres of cars and then until they start to get into one, you'll find out if they really like it or if they really don't. I mean, look at the Lambo experience with you. Yeah. Some people, they love it. They absolutely love the oh, experience. They like, like the uncomfort, yeah. but they like yeah. the attention or whatever it may sure. come with. Um, but then when it comes to service and other things, that may deter somebody from buying that car. But Porsche, I think, all around is probably one of the best. And I don't even like Porsche that much. I it's love the GT3 as well engineered. Well, cars. the guys that own them too, like they don't typically lose a lot of money unless no. they buy them wrong. Yeah. yeah. But like you got guys, you know, Ish has like the Turbo S, you know. He probably for sale. He's not it's for sale. Yeah. He's not losing a lot of money on that car. No. You know. And, and he's going from like what is it a 2017? He's getting, I think, a newer one. Yeah, but like most of the guys, you know, like myself with my old GT3S, I got lucky and made really good money on that car because of the timing. But yeah. like, for the most part, Dan Moore bought his Boxster GTS and sold it, put forty thousand miles on it, and sold it for five grand less. It's like you can't do that with a lot of cars. Yeah. No. True. And uh, and and the the ownership. During the ownership, you're not spending a ton of money on maintenance, like at all. It's just oil change, brakes, belt filters, like normal stuff. There's never like any big, big services. Yeah, because you think of supercarish genre, McLarens lose their value a lot, oh, dude. Heavy. Aston Martins do. Well, and if you own a McLaren, you and you don't have a dealership or a service center in your state, you you're have screwed. to. You have to send it out. Yeah. And also with McLaren, it's like you got. You know, they're they're not rare either. No. So you have to have a sick spec, like yeah. rare mm-hmm. color, rare options, and a good price to even have a buyer. Yeah. Where stock doesn't cut your, it. Your your Porsche you've owned for almost a year. Yeah. Twenty thousand miles on it, and you're selling it for same price too. Mm-hmm. Same price. That's yeah. 
I always tell people I joke around when we we're doing this business now. So like going to like the banks and stuff, setting up business accounts. So they're like, oh, you guys sell supercars? Oh God, mm. you know. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, you can drive it for free. Yeah, you really Live, can. Or make money if you or make yeah. money if you if you buy it right, you can you can drive it for free. Yeah. Absolutely. Same think, thing with the your Gardos the same way. Mm. Literally free, free car, free marketing, free enjoyment. Gen Five Viper, you find the right one. It's the same thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, which people is, just have which a, is awesome. So a lot of people have the misconception of, there we go. you know, I have to, these guys are like rich and they buy these cars and they're loaded. And it's like, no, spending it's all just, their money on these yeah, cars. It's, it's yeah. just it, once you, if you, if you like are really smart about it and you know the right things to look for, which is why we have this business so mm-hmm. we can help people with that. Oh yeah. Is, you know, why you won't really lose money. Well, and I think timing is a big thing, too, for a lot of people, right? Because it's like when you look at supercars, every car that's like a consumer car, right? The depreciation curve goes and it bottoms out and it never really goes up, right? In fact, if anything, over time. Yeah, for the most part, though, they go down and they just continue to go down until they're in a junkyard. However, with supercars, I mean, you look at like the Gallardo, for example, and COVID was an anomaly, right? But like the Gallardo, my spec was 215,000 MSRP. Bottom of the curve was 100,000. Some obviously pre-LP Gallardos were below 100,000 for a while. But like now, even after the whole COVID boom and we're starting to see a slowdown in the market, they're still holding steady. Um, you know, the final edition two have been listed similar mileage as mine between 120 to 150,000. Well, I think what's driving a lot of that is we're losing the V12. You're Absolutely. losing the V10. Mm-hmm. You're losing a lot of the big motor stuff yeah, yeah. that's going to hybrid technology. So but I think that's what's going to keep the latter years of these cars values high absolutely versus maybe 10 years ago but you but these are the only cars that could happen on right like a toyota senna or not toyota senna toyota sienna (laughs) yeah toyota sienna they could throw a full electric motor in that and nobody's gonna be like oh my gosh they don't have the v6 yeah yeah it's all dependent on what uh, no tacomas what about them there's they hold their values like stupid stupid yeah Yeah, but tacomas don't make sense to me it's reliable dude yeah i've had a bunch yeah Reliable. Newer Tacomas don't make sense to me. Why? I like the older ones. Yeah, I like older the older ones, ones too, but the newer ones are the same thing. But I mean, I saw someone selling a 2020 Tacoma for miles. sixty thousand with fifty three thousand miles. Off? No, nope. so good. No, it's so good. Lincoln. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, fifty three thousand miles, 2020, selling it for sixty grand. But it's an entry level truck that's reliable. You can't. It's a hard market to find a mid sized truck that's reliable. I get it. That's the issue. Because otherwise, I was telling you when I had my last one, yeah. Yeah. You know. Otherwise, you're going to like an F one fifty, and brand new F one fifties are between fifty and eighty grand. And I think I'm one of the guys that I can. <laughs> yeah. I can Maybe actually like uh, account for this. Is I hate trucks. Mm-hmm. I don't like trucks. I think they're. Unless you need one or you're really hauling stuff, you own a business or you're hauling a trailer or something, okay, there's practicality there. But like pause. Pause of practicality. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well we can we can keep it going. We got this camera rolling. Just go just go hit you that. Want to hit that one? Yeah, just go hit yeah. it. Well, I just wanted to finish yeah. What I mean, about the matching up audio. The, we can clap. No, it'll we'll be just fine. clap again. Yeah, did you guys clap on that yeah. one? Yeah, yeah oh, we did. Are awesome. Yeah, bro, we clapped you. Oh my sick. Oh my god. Bro, you're That's all right. fine. <laughs> just, just walk away. Dude, this guy. 
How about some ASMR? It still blows my mind. It's just, it's fine. Bro, you're killing it, Jeeves. You know, bro, are we at? Huh? Are we at Chuck a Robber right yeah, now? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, Chuck a Grandma. Chuck a Grandma. That's funny. Bar for Rama. I up, like up Chuck a Rama. Okay, um, on practicality. Practicality. Yep. Hold on, did we clap? Oh, yeah. No. One, two, three. <clears throat> practicality. Practicality, yeah. I uh, Yeah, I don't like trucks. I will have to agree with you that I have a truck right now. I have a Ford Maverick. Love it. It's been amazing. Yep. But the practicality of like Why are you laughing, stuff. Jeeves? Sorry. Why'd you <laughs> yeah, laugh after he important? said? No, 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 no. I uh, just think it... <sighs> It's the Jeeves show. Let's what go. is it? What is, you sold him that truck. I didn't sell it. How do you feel him. about it? Yeah, he, you did. He sold uh, but hold on. on. Let me go back to the practicality. Sorry, like practicality. putting stuff like groceries and you have your kids or people with you. Yeah. You got to throw it in the bed and it just sloshes all around. <laughs> it's like little things like that. I yeah, would I just don't. Have. Yeah, I, if I had to choose between driving a truck every day and not, I would choose not. So that's just preference because I like fun cars, you know. Yeah. Trucks aren't fun. I don't care what you drive if it's a I'd Raptor. Have a fun SUV. Raptor, TRX, like there is no like we can get into that too. TRX is sick. It's TRX not, and Raptor's it's not fun. the sauce, dude. Those are fun. But it's levels, right? Because so like, it's on like, the weekend, it, we're not going out and camping every weekend. Yeah, if you or need it, it depends on your. So it's None your of us need. Are that. Right. So no, like that's what I'm saying. That, if no. you need it, if you love camping, if you love tailgating, if you love whatever that is, great. If it, but like I hate trucks. So like if I'm driving, if I was looking to buy a truck right now, full size trucks to me are just a complete waste. They're too big. I don't want to drive the huge truck around. The gas mileage sucks. So that's why Tacomas work. That's why people yeah, that people it. that well, you see you the know, small truck market blowing up. Yeah, it's huge. Chevy, Ford, all of them. Are it's the guy it. that has a normal nine to five that you know owns a house and loves to go buy mulch and stuff for his house and yeah. like. <laughs> You know, occasionally use it. Like my dad was that guy. My dad had a truck my whole life. Like yeah. he drove it every day. It was a, a single cab Frontier, five speed. It was like bought a brand new for eleven grand, drove it for twenty years. Mm-hmm. So if so I like, had money you know, burning a hole in my pocket, F four fifty. That's a sick truck. I got to drive truck. one. You did. You came to I drive and drove one. I don't even love big trucks, and that I would buy that. That oh, is that truck all is a dually, oh, yeah. and I don't never understand duallys either because I think it's like I don't know. This weird flex of how big am I on the road? And I mean, I, if you're towing twenty thousand pounds, that's different, yeah, because you need it. Sense. But like, I drove it, man. I'm telling you that that thing drove better than any Raptor I've ever driven. Like, I was like blown away. Yeah. Well, the turning radius, just too, like the turning radius, the, the power, the diesel power, the ten speed. Yeah. I just it was really sick, but for the money, I couldn't couldn't justify it. Well, right, unless now. I needed it. Yeah. The market right now is yeah. gnarly yeah. for sure. So. Now we got to switch some gears a little bit. Hit on some of the brokering that you've done with cars, right? Over your your lifetime, yeah. right? What has uh, from where it started to where it is now? You know, obviously with the warehouse, yeah. You know, consigning vehicles. You mean you've been doing this for a long time, yeah. What is if someone was like looking to get into? Because I know you get DMs all the time. Uh, yeah, I get talk about a lot. It all the time. Yeah. What is what is some advice that you'd have and how lucrative of a of a side hustle or a main hustle is it for someone? Yeah, I mean, curious. I've always gotten, I've always like flipped stuff, you know. So it's like, 
you could be at your friend's house and you know he has a pair of yeezys and they've been worn like three times and you're like yo you want to sell those Mm -hmm. and just in the mindset of i'm going to sell them not i want them for me a lot of people that go to buy things that's always for themselves you know that's the mentality (laughs) but when i was younger like ever since i was like maybe 18 20 years old everything was always like business minded so it's how much is that worth how much can i make on it how long is it going to take to sell how much is it going to take to buy it you know yeah so i think like that can go with anything in life iphones shoes cars houses i mean that's how real estate guys make so much money you know so it's like if you have that mentality that that mindset of you know i'm not going to do this for me you know i'm doing this to make money i'm not buying this because it's something you can if you get into it like how i have Mm -hmm. you can actually enjoy things while you're doing that that's the one thing i absolutely love about where i'm at now and this whole journey has been like that list of cars like i had those you know cars i wanted to experience under this certain sixty thousand dollar price point bought an r35 gtr right Mm -hmm. 52 grand at Mm -hmm. the time market was cheap 17,000 miles full bolt-ons like but I bought it because of the price too so it's like even though I wanted that car and it was on my list it was the my mindset was like I'm gonna be able to make money on this you know and it's not always a lot of money but if you can like break even or make a few few bucks then why not you know if you can do it so that goes with anything like Mm -hmm. you know so I think like I get a lot of DMs and stuff of people saying, like, how do I get into brokering or how do I do this? It's like, well, I don't know if I can really teach that, to be honest, because you either know how to sell stuff or you don't. Yeah, like, true. You work at a tech company or, like, go in to sell on the phones or whatever. It's like you either have it or you don't. Like, you have to understand how to just make things happen. And it's like once you know like hey this is what i'm going to do or i believe in myself or i believe in what i'm about to do right now that's the biggest step like is knowing that everything's going to be what you think it's going to be mm-hmm. you know it's like this car right i bought it 2 days ago the worst time ever to buy a car for that kind of money like this is the scariest purchase i've ever had the time the the economy's shit yep really is yep um people aren't spending money um the car prices aren't fully down although i think these cars that are pretty much not going to go anywhere because of what they are it's still scary but like my mind is in my mind it's like this car isn't going to depreciate because of what it is the the color the spec of the person you know what it how it was ordered uh the mileage i've already done this once i did it two years ago on my old gt3 rs so it's like i've kind of no I'm going to be good, you know? It's like I, I know in my mind, like, if I don't need it, if I want to sell it in two years, or if I get into a pinch and I need money, I can sell it in a year for the same price. Mm-hmm. Yep. So right now, this is free, mm-hmm. you know? Every payment or anything I do to I make towards that is just putting money into a box, like, with a little bit of interest or whatever, you know? So it's not really a, a bad decision. So it's just... You have to just believe in yourself and whatever decision you're going to do, I think. And with brokering, that's where that really stems from. Mm-hmm. So, Do you think also removing emotion out of certain purchases to an extent helps that, right? Because I feel like a lot of people who try to jump into that game, 
they just get really excited because they think they're getting a deal or they get really excited because they think, oh, well, if I do X, Y, and Z and it's not going to be that big of a hassle, not maybe not knowing what could be wrong with the car or what the market really is behind the car. Do you, is that something that you feel like has been a role or? Yeah. Um, the second emotion enters the equation, you lose. Yep. So you always lose. Yep. Yep. Yeah, you got to be smart. It doesn't too, matter what like, it is. Like you know, you could be wanna, wanting a pair of shoes that you wanted your whole life, and you walk into Cool Kicks in California, and you're like, you know, looking on the wall, and it's five hundred dollars. Well, that shoe is now three hundred dollars. The second you put it on your foot, it's two hundred dollars less. Yeah. Now some people don't care. Like that's why they're buying them. I can't physically get behind that. Like I have to. It has to make sense for everything I do. It has to be justified. You know, even like. My ISF, you know, it's got TE37s, it's lowered, exhaust, headers, all this stuff. It's like hooked up. Every single thing on that car was free, though, because I sold all the stock parts. I looked at the stock BBS wheels were worth three grand. The TE37s were three grand. So, like, why not just buy TE37s and then sell my stock wheels? They were free. Mm -hmm. The headers had cats in them. Like, I was able to sell those. Buy the buy the PPE headers. It's like it had to have a it had to make sense, you know. Where a lot of people just don't think like that. They just think like I just want that. I just I need this. I want this. And there's no like real, I don't know, structure. I guess mm -hmm. behind it. Yeah, I think you need to be smart so. too in that game because, you know, the dealership <laughs> world is what we are all surrounded by. This is yeah. our, this is our bread. We yeah, understand sure. that like perfectly. And just because something's a good deal doesn't mean that it's worth buying, right? Yeah, 100%. Perfect example. I'm going to come back to the Ram 1500 because they're the worst. <laughs> you can buy, you, I mean, three months ago, four months ago, you could buy a Ram 1500s for virtually nothing. Yeah. And, you know, I've seen dealers that buy them and they just sit on them forever. It's like, oh, man, this is this is a, this could be a 5K deal. This could be a 10K deal. They're garbage. They're so garbage. No one wants them. So you're sitting on these trucks. You have, like... Four of them, like you buy four of them, you sit on them forever, and now you're now you're losing money yeah. because because they've con come down so much, right? And that's just a little example. But just because something's a good deal, it doesn't mean it's desired, right? It's got to be the the vehicle you're purchasing has got to be desired in some way, shape, or form, right? People aren't buying it. It's just like not very it's not true. worth it. Not yeah. worth it. Yeah. But so <clears throat> if someone was, if you could, I don't know if you could put a dollar amount to it, but. If someone wanted to jump into it, someone was committed to it and was like active, how much money do you think they could make, you know, in 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 that industry? You know, like brokering, brokering stuff? Yeah, brokering cars. How much money a year, right? Because people love to hear numbers, right? It's easy to talk about like, oh yeah, go out there. I mean, I can I can talk back to when I was like seventeen. Yeah. You know? Go do that. I would buy Honda Civics for two grand and I'd sell them for three grand. Okay. But there's sometimes I'd sell three a week. So and it was between me and a buddy because I didn't have three grand. That's a lot of money. Yeah, fifteen hundred bucks though. Yeah, I take my Fazoli's check. <laughs> you know, and 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 but I knew that if or whatever it was two grand, so like a thousand bucks each that we could make a thousand dollars and split it and make five hundred each. Like, mm -hmm. and you know there'd be times it'd be three a week or it'd be one a month. And it, the biggest thing I can say I recommend is like to uh, compound your money. From like your profits don't live off of it that's the biggest thing people don't do and that's why i'm where i'm at now is because since i was like 20 everything i did i never used them i typically didn't use the profits for for living you know 
it was always like compound stack, you know, turn a thousand to 2000, you know, whatever. And I think like, it's okay to splurge and enjoy things in your life. Like life is short. So like I've, we've lost a lot of close people in our lives and, and stuff over the years, but like, you know, that mentality is like, get, get that, get your, your compounded money to a point where you can invest in yourself was the Audi R8. That was my first purchase. Yep. And that allowed me to meet and network with a lot of people. And yeah, I mean, it was like, that's the whole point is like, I got to that point where I could go buy that car and it made sense, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, but yeah, you can make, <clears throat> I mean, like realistically you can make 40, 50 grand a year if you were like smart, mm-hmm. um, not doing it full time, but you have to study like i went to when i was in real estate school it's like they call it farming Mm -hmm. you have to farm something you have to know what it is like if it's boxster s's just sell those get really good at those like understand what they are understand what this what people are looking for the specs the mile like all of it just learn everything you can about that and then just do that really well you know and then move on to something else and that's what i've done with every personal purchase hitting those market like the lists of cars I wanted to buy is I've bought those to learn what they were and understand the, the clients and the market of what they are and then move to the next one. Mm-hmm. And it, I could tell you about a lot of cars that I personally experienced or owned that I can use, you know, use that to my advantage. So Absolutely. it's like investing in myself while people will say like, Oh, you were wanting to buy that for yourself. Like, Oh, you know, whatever. It's like I did, but I also had another reason for it too. You know, yeah, pause. Off again? Bro, yeah, it's, it gets shorter and shorter every time. <laughs> yeah. So we'll should probably we, should but we can, out. We can yeah, just like, continue, though. I mean, we've still got a camera recording, so. Well, that's kind of a weird angle it's on a, the game. It's a weird angle, and it's like. It's yeah, but it'll, just it'll be a filler. Just go get it. Just click the button and clap. Gosh, yeah. dang it, dude. Yeah, every time. Right, didn't argue oh, no. with you about. We got this camera. We get up. We well, do we, it. we we we, we come to a pause as if like the world has just stopped and we're gonna cut the video. Like this is just gonna continue. What? Your card's full. How many did, minutes are did we? Did you at? not format it or delete any of the other stuff? Dang. Fifteen. Iron fifty minutes. That's pretty good. Yeah, no, absolutely. Get her swapped, my guy. Going to lunch with us, dude? Getting lunch with us? Sick. (laughs) Sick. (laughs) Super sick, which is a phrase you coined. Super so sick. When are you going to trademark that? Should. It would be just for personal use. I know, but like... It'd be cool, though. Yeah. I'm not paying you every time I say it. Here you are. No. If I trademark no. you, are doing everything no. I say, dude. No. <laughs> I will s- keep saying it to you. So sick, so... <laughs> well, I mean, you think about, like, the, the guy that says, like, let's get ready to rumble. He gets royalties anytime a company oh, yeah. uses it. Yeah. It's sick. Shoot. How guys, much do you need for that? Should I just Venmo you? The guy's dope, dude. Yeah, three bucks. <laughs> three bucks. Yeah. So sick. <laughs> That's three bucks right there. So sick. Six. Six. Twelve. Nine. Nine. Ah, then we could double it from there. Twelve. Twenty-four. 
We need to go back to California. Yep. We do. Ride bikes like we did. Good news, we're going to Florida next week. Yeah. We might leave tomorrow. Really? Yeah. The whole Luther thing. We might just get out of here. I don't blame you. Yeah. Did he die? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, we had to put him down. Well, Kelly's. I don't blame you, but it's still hard. Tough time. That's right. How's she doing? Toast. Toast. It's going to be a while. Yeah. Especially after that. I kind of. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Yep. I'm sit down. We're ready. Big Daddy. Big Money. We're back. We're back in the sack. Is this age restricted? Or? <laughs> no. That's a podcast. You can we talked you about. Uh, you got to clap. You holding Jeeves' stick. What? <laughs> no, we didn't. Yeah, you did. All right. Uh, I already clapped. You clapped. God, God fetch. Okay. It's all right. Brokering. Yeah. Yeah. So what else, I mean, what else do we need to talk about? Uh, you didn't really give a full year for like for what? Uh, yeah, he did. No, yeah, he, he did. said from where you started. He no, said, he didn't. He said you could risk. Yeah, like realistically, realistically 40, 40, 50, 50 50 k part time, yeah. part time, full time. I, I mean, you could make as much as you want. I mean, that's know? kind of a loaded thing. One hundred and fifty k, two hundred k a year, How about a month. Yeah. I mean, but that's also a loaded question because two k, ten k. I mean, it's it like just a real depends. estate agent can yeah. make. A hundred thousand to a million dollars. Just like any sales position. It just how it can be whatever you want it to be. If you want to do real estate and get your license and sell commercial property or residential, the same thing you can do with brokering. Literally. Absolutely. Depending on that person. I mean, Gabe's literally signing contracts in his sleep. That's true. Oh my gosh. He's known to do that. (laughs) We'll be sleeping in a hotel and he's doing deals in sign here. Print. Print. Legitimately. It's bad. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, I mean that's what that's what it comes down to, right? How hard are you willing to grind and hustle and get connected with yeah. people like, and understand the market? That's the biggest that, part of yeah, it. Yeah, and, pe- and people and taking think, the emotion out of it. That's that's. I think the people thing. think, oh, I can go buy a car to sell it, flip it. No, it's understanding it. Hundred yeah. percent. Sell the car you're currently driving, and try to make money. That's that's my biggest. Like I tell people all the time, why don't you sell what you have? I love my car. There's your emotion yeah. lost. Yeah. Like a lot of people do lost, that. Yeah. Tons of people in the car community All the do time, that. dude. I could never sell my car. Keep this car forever. And I joke about keeping cars forever because yeah. it's funny. Mm-hmm. But the reason why I sell cars so much is because it's like also my business and like what well, I do to make money. I, I did so that with tough. my last two cars, my CTSV wagon and track hawk. I didn't want to get rid of them. I was going to keep them. I, those are like goals for me to get yeah, to. But sure. I was like, the market's good. I've got to sell them. I, I just sold. Advantage it. Yeah, I just sold yeah. my Jeep Gladiator. Wow. I love that. That is a smaller truck. So I, I loved that Eco Diesel yeah. Gladiator. Mm-hmm. Got it for a good deal. And it's the the timing right now is the time to sell that truck. Yeah. I, yeah. I did not want to sell it. But it allowed me to buy this car. I made $14,000 on that sale. And yeah. I drive moved it, dude. In a less than a month Perfect. Of, owner, of ownership. Yeah. That's the sauce. But it was just... The right timing, trusting yourself. Like when I was buying it, the D- I drive didn't want to buy it. It was weird. They yeah, denied buying this truck for fifty six thousand mm-hmm. bucks. And I looked at it. I called Utah, and I'm like, I'm buying this. Like this yeah, is stupid. Yeah. Trusting that it was going to be worth it, and then I we sold for seventy grand. Yeah, yeah. it's insane. But like I, that I, doesn't happen every day. No. Yeah, realistic. Realistically, if you make a thousand to fifteen hundred dollars on car, you're doing really well. Like yeah, that's absolutely. that's it's like it's like uh house flipping you know like house flipping i think the realistic number is 40 to 50k some people are like oh 150 200k it's like, that's not realistic yeah, you can yeah. do it but it's not 
realistic. Yeah. We'll kind of close out. I mean, this this. Yeah. What's been your favorite car you've owned or driven, and your worst car? That I've owned, worst yeah. car I've owned. Yep. I'm gonna have to say the Lincoln Continental, dude. Really? That the wor- one? the worst car? I love that car, but it just gave me so many issues. It was just it was an old car though. It's a classic. Yeah. Sixty-six suicide bagged on twenty fours with six OLS. Oh, it was yeah. sick. But I bought that car sight unseen. It shows up, the motor blows off the truck, literally. What? Ex- yeah. You know, so like I, no, I take that back. The Audi SQ5. That's the worst car. Oh yeah, yeah that that I I own. Totally forgot about that. I loved Audi. Uh, SQ, my wife loves SQ5s and Q5s. Whatever that generation, like 15 to 18, and we bought a SQ5 white, white stitching. Loved it. Drove it for a while. Sold it. The guy that owned it wanted to sell it, so we decided to buy it back. We've done this on several cars because <laughs> the money was right. It made sense, and the next day, the motor blew up on I-15, and it cost me ten thousand dollars for a used motor, just to get it to be able to be able to sell it, and left a sour taste in my mouth. Like anytime yeah. she says she loves S, you know, she looks at SQ5 driving. I'm like, nope, <laughs> nope. Any the, any of the any of the three supercharged Audis, knowing now that the PCV system is vacuum fed, and if that breaks it literally fills the motor with coolant and the motor locks up i hate that motor now i loved it before so all all, those all of them yeah pcv is vacuum driven it's the worst design ever if you think about it so if it's something fails you're literally vacuuming coolant through the motor like that's the stupidest design i've ever seen <laughs> i didn't know that previously yeah. i've owned the audi s5s sq5s i've owned all those cars and now after that Absolutely not, you know. So that's my worst. I think my favorite car was the GT3 RS for sure. I mean, the NSX is high up for me too, but um, just the, the visceral experience. The GT3 RS has like ruined my life in like the best way. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's yeah. I don't know, man. It's when mine. you do exhaust and like lower it and put like a cup shifter in it, it and sick wheels. Yeah, stock wheels are fun, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I mean it's like just a an amazing experience that it'll never get old. It'll never, I could drive it to Seven Eleven or I could drive it for an hour and I, I get just as much excitement. We can take it to California. Seriously, dude. Seriously, it's yeah. happening. No issues. I might drive, drive the NSX this year. Really? We'll see, he's not, not, he's not driving it. No, he's taking the taking the GT3. Yeah, he's taking the G three hours. No man. We'll see. Twelve hours. I mean, I I would probably transport it maybe. But mm-hmm. I, I don't know, like after seeing Stefan's RX-7 there and seeing how like happy it made everybody to see an older JDM car, yeah. it kind of like makes me want to take sure. the NSX. That would be and like the roof comes off, I can, you oh, know, it's yeah. a Targa, just drive it around 17 mile on Pebble Beach. Like, I don't know, man, that might be the move. I but agree. We'll see. I don't know. I mean, it's kind of funny, though, the fact that you can go to Car Week with like and be the diamond in the rough. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you look your you look down for two seconds to tie your shoe, and a one of fifteen McLaren Saber drives past you, or you see three Koenigseggs just cruising, and yet the excitement that people get from something that's unique, like a super loud GT3 RS or a crazy wrapped Gallardo Ford Maverick, you know Ford Maverick oh, for yeah, sure, dude. absolutely cruising that down seventeen. <laughs> Let's go exhaust lowered, yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Or, you know, even like an old JDM car, like the, it's just, 
that's what's so cool about it is the enthusiasts that are out there. Yeah. It, it brings the attention and you'll have fun with it. It's yeah. Sick. Yeah. It, I think I might do that just for that reason, but we'll see. Yeah. That car is really rare and it's 35,000 miles on it still. So, um, I don't care about the miles cause I like plan on keeping that car or if I sell it, it doesn't matter to me, but, um, I feel like I need to, that's like going to SEMA with it. Like this yeah. year I took it to SEMA last mm-hmm. year and I don't know, it was like, really sick having it you know around everything and like being able to cruise around with everyone and kyle had his type s with white av and gts i had the white tes like it was just it was it was fun you know so we'll see it this is a a more practical car to take Mm -hmm. but uh i might take the other one you know either one would be sick yep all righty ladies and gentlemen that is the close episode two episode two piped up with gabriel jones Yep. See you next time. Peace. 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 Bye. Muchachos. See you later. Woo. Wow. I don't know if you need to clap on the outro. I know. No, we don't need to clap on the outro, but oh. people will be clapping. Clap oh. on yours. People do be oh clapping. Oh, my gosh. Todd, really? Oh. Wait. Mike will cute. I'll be just.